Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. Happy Remembrance Day. Um, today, we remember the soldiers that uh, fought for our freedom um, and for us to be able to be here in this country. So, happy Remembrance Day. And, happy uh, Remembrance Day, guys. Yeah, lest we forget. Uh, I have got uh, M- uh, uh, Victor Speck on this side here with me today. Yeah, I almost said, said my old hand, really. Yeah, I almost did. I almost <laughs> did. But uh, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people remember what that is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, guys, it's been a while. It has been a long time. We yes. haven't spent a lot of time hanging out, but... Um, you know, I'm glad that we are all here today. And about about two weeks to be exact. Yeah, about two weeks. Um, yeah, how have you been, man? Been good. You know, just setting up for the season, and then starting the season with a, with an L. But damn, man, you start you started the season with an L. Yeah, we should have won. <clears throat> you just didn't have enough juice in the final in the final. 10 minutes to close it out. So are you talking about the team you play for? Are you talking about the... Uh... Oh, no, the team I'm coaching. The but team the, you're coaching, the, the okay. Team, the team I play for, we we won our first game 6-2. Six, six, yeah, and today you tied. And today we tied 2-2. Two, yeah, two. Decent, decent game, but... Uh... Man, if they just finish their chances, we will have to talk about not winning this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you guys you guys have a very good team. Uh, you guys should have won that game. The yeah. referee made a... I would say it's a bad call, but... Bro, that looks, goal I scored was a goal. It was a goal, it but it's just... It, I I can see why, you know, you didn't, uh, you didn't give it to you guys. But, uh, you know, you're big, strong, overpowering everybody, and all of a sudden they think it's... Uh, a foul, oh. uh, but it's not really a foul. But either I way, even celebrated. I, I was cel- yeah, I I, I celebrated like crazy, yeah. man. I was just like, oh my god! I was like running, and then I was like, it's not a goal, it's not a goal. I looked so stupid, oh, was trash. <laughs> uh, but it's all good. But uh, but yeah, for me, man, honestly, whoa, uh, honestly, um, uh, how would I put it? Uh, I'm completely in the mud, man. I am absolutely completely in the mud right now with the start of the season. Oh man, everything. Um, yeah, my uh, my uh, season started coaching and our boys in tier one and we're absolutely getting pummeled, man. Like Damn. all over the place, left, right, and center. How what many games have you guys played? played so far? We've played um, how many games? We've played uh, oh geez, uh, two games uh-huh. and we lost both of them three nothing. Wow! So we're down six goals uh, on the thing and. Uh, yeah, dude. Sitting in second or last. We are sitting in dead last. Dead last. Yeah. So it's kind of like a preseason because mm-hmm. what they would do is at the end of this season, uh, out of out of the these list of games, yeah, they would now take the teams and then they would kind of like Just switch them around. Them. Yeah. So the the and teams. Divisions. Yeah, the two because where there's another group. Yeah. So the the bottom half of the teams will play together and then the top half of the teams will play together. Yeah. Just so that they can keep it competitive. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's exactly what they're doing in the majors and prime too. Oh, okay, there you yeah. go. So, so we have eight games to decide who's gonna be in majors, and also eight games to decide who's gonna be in prime. Oh, okay, so, so, so yeah, so that's kind of what they're doing with us, and uh, but yeah, dude, our team is absolutely in the mud, man, and um, it's just, man, dude, I I'm not gonna lie, bro, <laughs> I've been questioning myself as a manager, I'm like, or oh, as a head coach about um, about coming to join us. Uh, no, I'm not, not about joining <laughs> you guys. I mean, as in like coaching these guys, right? Like, yeah. there's so many problems right now with our teams. But uh, I, I mean, I can, I can, 
spend all day talking about that, but uh, today I'm not going to really get into it. But apart from that, the other thing too as well that's absolutely messing me up is fucking Manchester United. United. Uh, this, this club is absolutely messing me up. And yeah, you know, like uh, I've done a lot uh, in my life to um, not really kill myself. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I wouldn't say kill myself, but not really hurt myself anytime my team is doing poorly. Um, I've done a very, very good job of like, uh, 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 n- you know, not 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 taking too much out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, I felt like I was prepared. I, I felt like I was, I've been preparing for this moment. Like I've been preparing for this issue with the club. Um, but man, it really like hit me the last couple of weeks, man. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I, like when I tell you I'm in the mud, I'm 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 absolutely in the mud, bro. Yeah. Like I'm serious. Like let l- let me be real. I haven't I haven't, you know. I think we were chatting before this, and I haven't opened up about it, but I am completely like devastated. Like everything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, and and it's not good when my own team too as well is struggling, and uh, you know, because I usually use, I usually use my um, like. I use, prem as an escape. Yeah, well, not even prem. I usually use like my coaching. Oh, yeah, the, you know Manchester United, my coaching, kind of a way to like ease myself mentally. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I can, I like to express myself with how I want with my players, and then uh, obviously what I watch with my teams, I like to see what they they put up on the pitch. Right. So, but I've been absolutely not in a very very good place with this uh, with this football that we're seeing with Manchester United, and and. Uh, my own personal team too as well, but um, United is just on a different thing. And I said I've I kept my I've tried to I've I've made sure that I'm not as emotionally invested, mm-hmm. so that way I'm not like I'm not in um, I'm not in a bad state of mind anytime United lose. I I'm, the good news is I'm actually not in a bad state of mind when United lose. Yeah. Like after a game, I'm actually fine because I'm used to the poor performances. Uh-huh. You know, I'm used to Manchester United losing uh, to whoever. I'm used to them beating teams that they're not supposed to beat, and uh-huh. then losing against teams they should beat. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm used to I'm used to all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, I've gotten into that habit of um, I've gotten into the habit of uh, uh, what you call it. Uh, uh, you know, understanding what United do. So I'm not really like. How do I put it? I'm not really upset about stuff, right? But this one, man, this one hit me, man. And I'll tell you why it hit me. Because I think on the last podcast, I I, I haven't listened to it. I probably should go back and listen to that podcast. But on the last podcast before this one, I mentioned how I wanted Antonio Conte. Yeah. After the Liverpool game, I said, look, United, just just do it, uh-huh. you know? But obviously, United would not do it. And we I think we both predicted that Ole would not get fired there. Right, right. <laughs> and he's still hanging in there right now. Uh-huh. Ole got um, nine lives. Oh, man, plus. He, <laughs> oh, man. We were saying, oh, he's a, he has more lives than a cat. He has more lives than Donald Trump. No, man. This guy, this guy has juju now. Like, he has, like, he has some extra sauce that, no, that nobody can touch, man. Mm-hmm. Ole is untouchable. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely untouchable. And maybe this might be the case of that, and I hope it is, but... Or maybe it's a jinx. But, uh, bro, man. Fergie kept him in a job. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Blood. Fergie kept him in a job. 
dude, man. It's it's crazy. It's freaking crazy. Like it's, you it's can, almost you like can, it's almost like Fergie's like I want to be the best person. I don't so I don't much. think he's that. I think I think I think Fergie's in a different time. I I think he's still in he's, yes, he's still he's still believing in all these yes, projects and yeah, all this no, stuff. No, no, it's not even that. I feel like Fergie still feels like yesterday is today. Uh-huh. Yesterday when I took I I was in the club and then I was about to get sacked. And then uh, I can't remember what goal was, uh, who scored the goal, and um, they put us through the FA Cup and blah, blah, blah. And then he kept his job or something like that. Yeah. Like, I think Fergie still lives, lives in that era. Well, you did, know what I mean? He needs to get with the he hasn't, he hasn't moved on from that era. He hasn't moved on from uh, from how football has, has changed drastically. Yeah. Right? And I think for him... He's still in that mind state that this was how football is. Like the battle against City, the battle against Liverpool, the knocking them off the perch, right? The Chelsea battles, the Arsenal battles. Mm-hmm. He's still living in that mind state. Yeah, and that's with a lot of, uh, uh, quite a lot of Manchester United fans as well. Oh man, worse Manchester United fans. But I think the problem is the attachment, the emotional attachment that ties in to, with uh, because, Ole because there's the all those ties yeah the legend yeah. But dude, man, like when I look back at that whole, I look at when we lost Conte, bro. I was completely finished, man. Uh-huh. I wanted the madman, and you know, people can say, "Oh, Conte is not doing that great with Tottenham." You know, first game was crazy, three two. Second game was a draw. Yeah, it was three red cards. You know, so yeah, something like that. Game. But people, people can say what they want to say. But Conte, I the reason why I wanted Conte, and I'll tell you why was Conte for me was what Mourinho was becoming yeah. when he first started. Uh-huh. But the difference is he plays a lot more, you know, he plays a lot more uh, uh, appealing than what Mourinho uh, put up. Yeah. Now, I know I've always dissed Mourinho on this show, and I'll keep dissing him because that's just me. Like, I just don't, I'm not a, I, the reason why, I'll tell you, the reason why I diss Mourinho, and, and maybe people don't know is, Mourinho, actually, I agree with a lot of things he said. Uh-huh. The one thing I didn't agree with him on specifically was when he started to attack the fans. Mm. When he started to attack the fans, I was like, okay, bro, that's it. Now you've lost the plot. Now you got to go. But maybe he needed to attack the fans to break it all down. Because if you, if you look at it, basically like how we say everybody's stuck in the past, right? If Mourinho attacks the fans and he makes them understand like, yo... You guys ain't shit. You haven't been shit for a minute. So why the hell are you guys still holding on to what was in the in the past, right? That that's that's a very good statement. Maybe maybe that is true, but no. The reason why was because he wanted to save his own skin. We know that, bro. Like this these guys are narcissistic narcissists, right? That's what they do, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why he was doing it wasn't because he's like, "Hey guys, like, you know, things have changed." But he was trying to save his own skin. He had taken a nasty loss against Sevilla. Uh-huh. And the first thing was like, I don't know, what was it? Heritage, football heritage or some stupid shit like yeah. that. Right? Like, And that's like my own thing, bro. Like, my biggest thing was, look, a lot of things he said, dude. Things the management was doing, the club was doing. And a part of it was also his fault. He signed two center backs. You know, they didn't know how to coach them when yeah. it's his MO as a defensive coach. Yeah. All of a sudden, I want two new center backs. And some of the names he was calling, like Jerome Boateng, looked like people tried to make Mourinho look like the saver. Yeah. Mourinho actually had lost the plot. 
You know, he was he was looking at Jerome Boateng as his center back. You know what's crazy? Even you Chelsea know? looked at Jerome Boateng. And they didn't go for him. Yeah. Because they're thank, smart. Thank God. <laughs> exactly. So there's a bunch of there's a bunch of shit right out there like you know that he was doing because he's he his assessment of the squad was correct. Yeah. His solution for the squad was a problem. Mm-hmm. He said, Okay, uh, because you guys won't give me an extra center back, I'll play uh, what they call it, uh, Herrera as an extra center back. And then after I'll play Scott McTominay as an extra center back. Okay, maybe with Scotland, he plays as an extra center back, a third center back with yeah. Scotland. But that doesn't work with United because he's not as good of a passer with the ball, you know, as what you would be looking for from uh-huh. your center backs. So, yeah, there's a lot of problems with him. But at the end of the day, I was agreeing a lot with the, what he was saying, but he just. Started to now he he got crazy and mm. maybe yes that's because of the lunacy in United with yes. the Blazers right yeah but that's why I said I want another madman yeah I want Conte because I want a guy who's gonna come in who actually has a structure of play yeah. not just tells you sit back counter sit back counter mm-hmm. he actually has a footballing structure like hey yes here's how you press Here's how you drive the ball out from the back. Here's how you build up play. Here's how you, you know, build transitions. Like, all those things, right? He actually will set up, you know, systemic uh, uh, patterns that our players can follow. And that was why I wanted it from a coaching side. And I didn't want him for three years. Yeah. Conte is not a guy that you bring in for the next three years to build you the next generation, you know? Nope. Conte is the guy that you bring in now, now, so that you can win something. He's gonna rip up a bunch of things, and a lot. And he, he's gonna tear up a bunch of the issues on that team. Like people always say, "Oh, oh, he has done this. He's done that. He's changed. He's changed the playing staff. He's made them care about football again." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, Ole still has Phil Jones on the team. Yeah, he signed Juan Mata on a new contract. Juan Mata does not play football. He signed Matic on a contract. Matic barely plays. And when he plays, he, you know, it's only a few minutes. Mm-hmm. What is he rebuilding? He signed Van der Beek. Right? Everybody says, oh, you know, uh, he did not, his Van der Beek is not his signing. Bro, Van der Beek is only going to social your signing. Mm-hmm. People, like, he, he called Van der Beek and said, hey, you know, I, I want you to come to United. Like, he had veto rights. Right. He didn't veto the this the, the the sale the purchase. He won a Van der Beek. Mm-hmm. Sancho. He signed. He's not playing now. Everybody are calling Jano Sancho 007. Zero zero goals zero assists <laughs> seven games. <laughs> like that, dude, it's so bad, dude. Like this guy, this guy well, signed all these players. But you gotta give, you gotta give Sancho time though. I don't I don't have a problem with Sancho. Yeah. But Sancho is not getting minutes. Yeah. He signed him to play on the right because everybody were screaming. We don't have a right winger. We don't have a right winger. He's playing off the left. <laughs> and Sancho is not bad off the left. No, no, no. He's but not. but right is his. But thing. you need him on the right. You you want him to play on the right. Yeah. <laughs> what is Sancho doing? <laughs> he's fixed. He's fixed the team. He's done this. He's he's changed the culture. Bailly was supposed to leave last season on the free. Yeah. Um, they gave him a new contract. He's not playing him anymore. Bruh, he's not playing him anymore. Maguire gets injured. He plays Maguire. He doesn't play Bailly. Yeah. Bailly has to fight him like fist fight, almost fist fight, 
to say, hey, Gaffer, bro, Maguire was injured. Play me. What is Solskjaer fixing on this thing? That's why I say I want, you know, I want Conte to come in. Okay, they say Pogba then. Oh, Pogba doesn't want to sign the contract, blah, blah, blah. Let him go. Sell the motherfucker, man. If he wants to go, let him go. Yeah. Sell him. They're just probably just thinking if, if, how, how they're going to recoup all that money. Can you sell Pogba for 100 million? You can't sell Pogba for 100 million. In fact, look. Look, man. You can't sell him for shit. <laughs> all right? Look, let him go. Let Pogba go. Like, mm-hmm. he do, you can tell this bro wants out. Yeah. He wants out. He's in He's in a cage. I wouldn't be surprised if Papa leaves this club and then in six months time everybody's if Papa comes up with all this shit like this is what they did to me blah 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 like let this guy go it hasn't worked out uh-huh. it hasn't worked out Mason Greenwood the kid that you want that's supposed to be the star boy you know the future right Mason Greenwood they thrown on the plan for Mason because Ronaldo is here. Mm-hmm. Because they want to win now. Are we winning now? No. Nope. <laughs> right? So, um, I wanted to be ripped up, man. I wanted Conte to come in and rip it all fucking up. It's uh, it's just... That's why I'm, like, really, really devastated. Because I... I so, Akinde, we had a conversation. Akinde was, like... Um, he was upset, you know? And then they were like, what is the prediction for the next three games? Akinde predicted uh, one point. I told Akinde, we will beat Tottenham, we will tie against Atlanta, we will lose to City. Exactly what happened. We mm-hmm. will beat Tottenham, we will tie against Atlanta, we will lose to City. Exact Word for words, like I see if I, I, I saw the future. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm very terrible with predictions. You guys have seen my predictions in the past, they're absolutely horrible. <laughs> but this one, I nailed the spawn on. And I said, after this, he's not going to get fired. Yep. Because they don't know what to do. That's anyway, crazy. so the Glazers are there, man. They're doing all this shit, and we don't know what the fuck to do. So, um, honestly, like, you know, when they gave Ole the, the time to, like, save his job. I, I, I need to bring this up. Like, you tying a game should not guarantee you saving your job. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, especially when you're in the top echelon mm-hmm. of, like, football you know as well as you're in the premier league mm-hmm. with a top echelon club right supposedly top echelon <laughs> because <laughs> you know right now you know but yeah, in chelsea you have time to save your job maybe you tie a game you're getting fired yeah they don't give a fuck it's either you win or you're out you know what I mean? Like, Manchester United just basically, like, leave that shit with Ole tying the game against Atlanta. Fire him then. Why the fuck would you be tying to Atlanta with a team that you have? Mm-hmm. Right? It makes no fucking sense, right? It doesn't, bro. Like, Chelsea, you guys have the staple, man. Like, everybody wants to talk about the coach and giving him time, three years. And I get it, guys. Like, look, man, nobody... Dude... I don't. I don't want. I don't want anybody to kid themselves here. Like, I coach. I, I'm a head coach for a team. Yeah. Right. But I'll tell you something. I could. I. I have lost my job before. Yeah. As a head coach mm-hmm. of a team. Like, obviously, I didn't. They didn't get fired. But I got transferred to a different team. Yeah. The 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 team that I coached. We freaking. I've lost mine. 
Yeah, we yeah, we love winning. I've lost my Yeah, we we dominate we dominated the league nonstop. Like the equivalent of it was we were winning the league every time. Yeah. But then we'll go to the Champions League and we were not like I came second, you know what I mean? To yeah. provincials. I came second yeah. in provincials. Um and you know, my technical director was like, I don't know why this team's so talented and you guys just go every single time to provincials and you just cave. Uh-huh. You cave under pressure. So there's no way a team as good as yours should be losing this, you know, or, provincials. you know, provincials, yeah. right? So I came second, then the second time I got an opportunity, we didn't do very well. Yeah. Um, so obviously we were happy. So he said, look, I, I'm going to move you. Mm-hmm. Like there were some things that were happening. He's like, I'll move you and I'll put you in some political, you know, things. a different, yeah, a different uh, team. But yeah. one of the reasons why was the performance when it came to the crunch, we were not capable of delivering. So yeah. the team, he said he felt like the team needed a different fresh pair of uh, things, right? Yeah. So I took my new team, younger team, won the league, uh-huh. won the the playoffs, right? And we got promoted. You know, we're in tier one. Mm-hmm. So I've lost it. I, I when I when I honestly when I when I when I'm losing these games, I remember mentioning we're losing. We lost two of our games, three nothing twice, and it was not good. Yeah. But I'm thinking. I'm like, fuck. I I don't have belief in still in these kids, yeah. and the parents also start to kind of look. Oh. You know, and then they may say something, and then the the technical director has to make a decision. Yeah, and sometimes the decision means like, hey, you know, Benny, your time is up. Yeah, I'll put you somewhere else, mm-hmm. or let me take over the team for now. You know, you take a break. Yeah, that's basically them turning your ass and saying, look, sorry, son, yeah, this is not for you. We're gonna mm-hmm. find you a different project, exactly. right? How is it like a professional? club that pays out fucking money all this time cannot make a simple decision like that we got it wrong mm-hmm. we gave him a new three-year contract we fucked up and we gave his uh mike feeling who's just as terrible yep we gave him a new contract to be screwed up we got it wrong we are going to get the right people for the job and all that akin and i like everybody every time we're, we're always argue, I, there was an argument i can't remember what it was they were on on the chat yeah and he brought up something and they were bringing up something as uh, how united fans are bad and blah 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 and you know how we're to blame because of all this stuff and yes i think united fans are also are kind of to blame for some of the issues that you're seeing with um, uh, the team because we don't know how to hold our team accountable without you know, feeling like we're betraying them, right? Absolutely. So, but I told them, I'm like, that's not the fault. Even though, yes, our fan base is absolutely deluded, and it took them three years mm-hmm. of us be- beating the same bush. Yeah. The reason, one of the reasons why we started this podcast is because I got tired of everybody just like every single time. Oh, Oli's great. Oli's fantastic. Oli, yeah. Oli's making it right. And I was like, guys, like it's actually not going the way you would think you should be going. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna sit back because I don't want to be depressed. And I'm going to at least watch the games and I'm going to root for the team because that's what a fan does. Mm-hmm. You root for your team. You want them to be happy. You want them to get the result. You It's the hope. You may be, you may feel a certain way, but you hope that they're going to prove you wrong. Yep. That's what that's the, the key thing, right? But the delusion from our fan base, uh, Akinde was saying, well, our fan base is deluded. I'm like, but why is our fan base deluded? Mm-hmm. Chelsea fans, or, 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 he, or he was actually mentioned toxic, toxicity. Our fan base is very toxic. I'm like, but why is our fan base toxic? Chelsea, in my opinion, has the most toxic fan base. Yeah. But the reason why you don't hear everybody go rogue now is one thing. We're winning. 
you're winning. And Roman fucking Abramovich. This guy looked at Lampard and said, look, I'm sorry, son. You're not it. Yeah. He chopped him off the block. There like, was so much respect in him actually like cutting that Yeah, out. because... Because because he even came out with a statement and Roman yeah. never comes out with yeah. a statement. And, and by him doing that, what he's done is he saved the legend status. Yeah. Fra- Frank Lampard can go to Ch- Stamford Bridge right now, chill and watch a game and everybody will applaud him. Yeah. Because they're like, look, you helped us get to a certain place. You were not good enough to get us to the finish line. Yeah. But you got us a certain place. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Go to Tuko. Yeah. Right? That's the difference. If the Glazers cut off Ole, chop him off and say, look, I'm sorry, like, we love you so much. The stuff you've done, you're a legend of the club, you're out. And then they now go get whoever. Yeah. The person fixes that. Then Ole can come in every single time. Now, the more I'm seeing this, Ole's legendary status keeps getting crapped on. Yeah. He keeps getting shot on. Diminished. He, every single time. Like, personally, I'm like, well, he's still a legend. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. You know, but it still gets it. It still keeps getting shot on every single time. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, um, you go on, you go online, you, you see what people are putting up. Some people are like, "Oh, the reason why this oh, because he he um uh because he uh he, uh, he scored a tap in uh in the uh what they call it uh, he scored a tap in in the fi- in the in the final of the Champions League." Mm-hmm. Um, 1999. That's why he's a legend. Like, well, there was more than that. But mm-hmm. his legendary status keeps getting diminished by the second. Yeah. Because people are fed up with every fucking thing they're seeing on the pitch. Yeah. But it takes the ownership to save him from that and say, hey, buddy, like, you just can't do it. I know you think you can do it. You can't do it. We're giving you a P45. Bless you. We're giving you a P45. Right? And by doing so... People will be like, we love you, Ole. There will be people who will like, thank you for the memories. Yeah. Even though there was a lot of them that were shit, mm-hmm. the lot of them that were great, doesn't matter. People will respect him. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, he can come to Old Trafford, watch a game, chill, sit down, and people will still love him for what he is. They'll still clap his name. They'll still sing his name. Yeah. But they're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And the more they don't do that, the worst the worse the situation becomes for him. Now the toxicity increases every single day in the fan base. Yeah. I'm seeing some people say some wild things, man. Some real look, I have been I have been on this people people are people are so impatient. Yeah. I have been on this road for three fucking years. I've waited for three years. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's been pain. It's been sometimes exciting. It's been fun. Yeah. I have like been happy. I've enjoyed what I've seen. But overall I have always in my heart said this guy was not the guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But there's some people who, like, they flipped like that this season. As soon as Ronaldo came in and we stopped, stopped, stopped winning games, they flipped, bro. <laughs> and they are like, comp- like, they are saying whatever they can say on Twitter, on, ch- like, YouTube, whatever, because they're so freaking mad. They want to win so bad. They look at the team, they look at Ronaldo, look mm-hmm. at Bruno, look at Varane on the back. They want to win something so bad. They are like, look, this is ridiculous. Get him out of our club. Mm-hmm. I am willing to take 10 losses to see him. Like, people are going crazy <laughs> yeah. now. You know? So, um, I just think that, uh, I think that, uh, you know, I've been on this road for a while. But it's now, it's getting tough by the day. Because now, there's managers who are available. And United are not going for them. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. 
who do you think should take over United? Well, now Conte is gone, right? Yeah. I still think Zidane. Honestly, I still... My thing is still heavily on Zidane and Ten Hag, but... Um, will Zidane come? Ten Hag will definitely not leave Ajax right now. And... There's some other names that are popping up. I'm hearing Brendan Rodgers has like a verbal agreement to take over next season. And then they're also looking at Ralph Ragnick. So... The, they're, they're not looking at Ralph Ragnick. Ralph Ragnick has cried. He's twerking for the job. So he wants it. He wants the job. Okay. He wants the job. So on an interim basis, he can take it. Yeah, we were chatting before the, 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 before the show, and we said, look, Ralph, in my opinion, should be the interim mm-hmm. for a year and a bit, for six months, whatever, until Ten Hag is available. If Ten Hag does not join United this, this for whatever reason... He's going, go, to city. he's going to City. 100%. Like, you can just smell... Ten Hag is Mr. City all over. In yeah. fact, he even looks like a guy... Him and Pep both play the same way. Yeah, you even looks like a guy that I think he may even decline United and say, look, your project is just not it. Yeah. Zidane is declining United right now. He's like... He declined? Yeah. yeah. He said, I'm not, I have no need to coach in England and I'm not coaching United. Like, that's wow. how, like... They know. People are starting to talk, right? Because uh-huh. everybody's like, hmm... And the only people who are willing to, to accept jobs like this are like guys like Brendan Rodgers, who feels like he should be at the top of the game, but he's not ready. For he's, it. He, not that he's not ready for it. He's not good enough for it, in my opinion. I think I think Rodgers will get close, but he will predominantly fail. He will predominantly fail. I don't think he has it. I I think that um, I, I think his I don't get the sense of his coaching style. What are you about as a coach? What are you? Are you high press? Are you low press? Are you, I mean, low block? Are you uh, uh, three at the back? Are you, you know, he's used four at the back, three at the back. It shows he's adaptive, uh-huh. but I don't think he's he's the man. I think Raf Ragnick, Ten Hag, and if that doesn't happen, we're fucked. You know, we're, we're royally fucked. The mm-hmm. only thing we can say is go back for Pochettino um, and then, or maybe go in for Graham Potter, but Graham Potter needs three years and like a decent team, and then you can scoop him up. Yeah. Because the other thing is the egos you have to manage. Football is not just, it's it's not just coaching a guy and telling him to pass the ball. Uh-huh. There's a lot that comes into play in the man management side and the confidence you have to give a player and things like that. So, anyway, there's a ton there. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's the that's the United scoop. Uh, there's nothing more to say, bro. Like. United are finished, man. And honestly, I think I think the, the the more this lasts, the longer this lasts, the more this club is done. Mm-hmm. This club, in my opinion, is done. It's finished. There's there's no saving grace to United anymore. There's nothing. You can, there's we can talk about this team all day. I'm telling you, unless the Glazers leave, there's nothing. There's no saving grace. The team is done. Yeah, they've waited so long to make a move. It shows you how incompetent they are. Bro, Aston Villa you know? just fired Dean Smith. Yeah. Aston Villa, Tottenham, Watford, Watford. Uh, who else uh, pulled the plug? Um, Norwich. Norwich. <laughs> Norwich pulled the plug. They were like, oh, you won? Oh, well, well it was already in the plan for us to sack your ass. Sorry. So we're sacking you. Like oh, Four teams fired, fired their managers in the span so of like, far. Yeah. So and United don't have the balls to do it. No, man, we don't. And um, I just think it's done. You know, and I, I, I hate to, I hate to be that pessimistic, but I think it's over, man. I, 
you know, no, we may we may end up winning something. Like, and, and I said may. I'm not saying will. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not being delusional. I'm just being real. Like, we may end up getting something out of this. Yeah. Somehow Ronaldo wills his, wills his spirit in and we win an FA Cup or something. Mm. Right? But I'm telling you, this is the end, man. There's nothing. There's nothing you can do. the The club is finished. The players are finished. The fans are finished. Mm-hmm. We're done. It's there's nothing. I'm telling you, Manchester United that you knew, that you know used to be at the top of the game. That's it. You're never gonna see that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for the first time, you really see the other teams pick up. Liverpool, City, mm-hmm. they all pick up. Yeah. It's done. It's finished. Anywho, let's jump into Chelsea, man. You guys, you guys are looking hot. Um, even though you guys tied that game one-one. Yeah, you guys are looking good. We need to finish chances as always. That game, we should have won that game. Barkley, Barkley was on top of that, man. but he was also stupid. Yeah, very stupid. Passed the ball to uh, Chilwell, like what? And he uses left, like. A part of me likes that, yeah, because it shows that he wants to be there. He wants to get the goals, but I think that it shows a very big immaturity in your game. Yeah. Barkley fucking pisses me off, man. <laughs> this guy could easily be one of the top ten midfielders in the, in the no, no no in the Premier League right now. Mm-hmm. He could easily be that, but it's just these little fucking things that he does that you're just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, pass the freaking ball, like you know he was playing a blinder. Then he gets into the uh, to the opposition's area, and he doesn't get he doesn't get an end product. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pass the ball. He doesn't do it. There's, there's no finishing to his mm-hmm. game, right? So it's like, come on, buddy. Like you can be anything you want to be. Yeah. Anyway, but that game was a good game for you guys. Yeah, it was a good game, but. I still think we should have taken those three points because if we took those three points, it would be clear six points with everybody dropping points the previous week. Yeah. And then, uh, but City now came back because of that. So now we're only three points on top. Yeah. So it was like, we needed to win that game. We should have won that game. Mm. But it's okay. It was a very good performance, right? That's what that's what we would say. I literally argued with Yenna for this the whole day. And I was like, we're Chelsea. We should not be dwelling in fucking ties. We should be fucking winning. The three points is what matters. You know what I mean? Like, because in a sense where it's like, it's so tight, right? It's tight in the top that if you had that three points, six points allows you to make a mistake maybe one game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And still have your cushion, right? But if you have three points, then win. you have to win your game and then not make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes teams have off days. You know what I mean? And a big one with that is fucking international break. International break, when international break happens and then everybody comes back, it's the worst fucking time for Chelsea. Mm -hmm. It's been like that for fucking six, seven seasons straight. You know what I mean? And that's why I really wanted that three point because if we got that three points, we'd be six points clear and allow ourselves room for errors, Mm -hmm. right? But now we don't have that. So... It's freaking tight. Good thing Liverpool lost to West Ham. Yeah. What a great game, actually. That was a phenomenal game. Yeah, it was so good. And then, um, basically, now we we just have to just keep winning because we can't allow 
City or Liverpool to claw their way back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and now West Ham is also in the running. Yeah. But for how long? That's the thing. That, that's the question, right? They, they, could, do, they could do it. Yeah. Uh, they have a good squad. You know, they, they pull a Leicester, they can be in the game for quite a while. But I will say one thing, though, about uh, uh, you guys. Like, you know, you take you got to take it for what it is, man. Yeah. Burnley absolutely played you guys the way they wanted to play anybody, and that's just what they do. Yep. Nick Pope becomes like Ika Casillas on... Yeah, you know, on match games. games like this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he does. You know, the, the for other games, you won't see him pop up like that. But games like this, he pops up. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, you take it for what it is, and you guys should have popped four goals, five yeah. goals. People like to say to Caliban, um, Tukul actually plays very good football. Yeah, absolutely, uh, very very good football. Unless like you know, except for that City game, you guys were so far have been the best team. Yeah. You know, throughout a bunch of you know games that I've watched you guys play, mm-hmm. even the one you guys lost to Juventus, you guys played very well. Yeah, but the uh, so you you take the point where you get the point. Like yeah. at the end of the day, you you should have gotten three, but you take the one point and say, look, you know, this is just these things happen. Yeah, right. And push um, on. Yeah, you push on, but uh, Liverpool with Liverpool losing, yeah, Liverpool is kind of hit and miss, but. City, um, City is starting to like. I I think City always has ten games a season where they go and then they just go on a streak. Uh huh. Um and um and this is where I say a lot of things change in football. Like yeah. we can be talking about, for example, Ole out and then Ole wins the next ten games. Yeah. Does that mean he should be in a job? We don't think so. No. But the board will say, "Look, we told you so." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But um, that could also happen to City. City could win the next ten games. Uh-huh. And they are they're sitting gravy. Yeah, that's right? that's the thing. So because we've already seen this from City, yeah. for the past three seasons. Yeah, right. So, Where they're so consistent that it's almost impossible to knock them off that high. Right. Exactly. And that's why we need to do our jobs when we need to do our jobs. Games will be coming. Where we're gonna soon have West Ham to play. We're gonna have Manchester United to play, and the table is this tight. You know, mm. so those points are very valuable. Yeah, no, exactly. So there's a there's a lot of things that could happen there, but I would say do not be discouraged. Oh, I'm not discouraged, um, but I just know, I just wish we got those. Two it's points. frustrating, but right. you know, and, and but I will say one thing: the, this is like uh, this is a very good uh, how would I call it opportunity. Uh, uh, you know, how do I put it? For a very good opportunity for Tuko to to kind of re- understand who he should rely on. Uh-huh. Um, Ruben Loftus Cheek has been looking amazing. Every time oh I watch God. this boy play, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Um, Ross Barkley has been playing well. Yeah. Except for the Just final third, the end, end the end product is where he's lacking. Yeah. But when you watch what he's doing. You know, he's it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing at yeah. what he's doing, right? And it's crazy. Like, uh, Barkley was actually slated to go on loan or get sold before the before the ending of the transfer window in the summer. Yeah. And now, and, and Tuku decided, oh, okay, so, you know, we couldn't offload these guys. Let's mm-hmm. keep them and see what they can do for the squad, right? And now he's forced his way in there based on a few performances. And if he keeps doing that, he might be a mainstay in there. So it'll be tough. It'll be tough because be tough. you guys is two midfield, but 
But that's the thing. That's what a manager does, right? And that's yeah. why I say, like, the, the positive you guys should take out of that big time is, I said, you guys didn't lose. Yeah. Um, or you guys, it could have been, I mean, you know, I, I don't think you guys have lost that game, but uh, you never know, right? Mm -hmm. But the big positive is look at the advantage of having, uh, playing all these different players, yeah. right? Today, I play... Um, uh, what they call it, uh, Kante. Uh -huh. Tomorrow I play Jorginho. Yeah. Next tomorrow I play Kovacic. The following day I play uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Mm -hmm. The following day I play Ross Barkley. Right? Yeah. So that's the that's the thing. United, on the other hand... Depth. Exactly. But not the depth. You use the depth. Yeah. United, on the other hand, we've got Van der Beek on the bench. We're not going to play him. Yeah. We've got... Uh, Sancho on the bench, Martial, Teles. It was surprising to see Van Dalo. in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Dalo, we don't play them. Mm -hmm. But for you guys, you guys play your players consistently. So they're they are coming in there with a feeling that they're contributing to the general success of the team. Yeah. So the harmony on the team feels great. Mm -hmm. Right? On the other hand, you have a, a social tell you, oh, this is the players feel great. But they don't feel great, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so that's the thing, right? Um, yeah, that's the thing. So I think I think you guys, at the end of the day, there's so many positives to take out of that. Yeah, uh, and you're still in the driver's seat. Yeah. So you guys is like it's not yet yours to lose, but you are in the driver's seat. Yeah. So um, as far as you keep collecting points, winning games, I think you guys are going to be sweet and gravy. Yeah, you just need to keep doing that. Yeah, that's it. Don't get complacent in the in the front of the net. You no, know, bury your chances. End product, man, and that's a big big thing. Yeah. Uh, West Ham beat uh, Liverpool three two. Yeah, what an amazing game! What a fantastic game! I was I was there cheering and I was like, "Go West Ham, show show Liverpool how London does it." Yeah, <laughs> London you know? comes to doing well this year, man. We're Brighton, Crystal Palace, and the rest of them. Yeah, um, Brighton is Arsenal. in the top six, isn't it? Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal's coming back. <laughs> We like it's such a joke, Ate man. Arteta decided, yeah, let's wake up. Arteta ball is in full fledged. It's crazy. I haven't been watching them enough. I'm going to start giving. But them to be more to be fair, they did play like their hardest games like first. Right? That's true. That's true. That's true. And that's just like Chelsea, but Chelsea won them. Yeah. Right. And then lost one against City. Yeah. But after that, it was like, boom, sweet, smooth sailing. And yeah. Arteta. And Arsenal are pretty much doing that now because they yeah. played all their hard games. Now they're playing the the, the lower league, the, the lower teams. Yeah, know? the lower teams. But uh, going back to West Ham, Declan freaking Rice, man. Crazy. Oh, my God. All my days. So is he the guy? Who Who is the person who made that uh, comment? I think it was John Terry. Mm. He said he's easily the best person in this position right now. Mm, no, but I don't, I don't no, think so no, because no, he's no, still no. got Kante there. You got Kante, you got Jorginho, yeah. people who not just like football is a whole lot more than just physicality yeah. and movement and all that. But uh, the way he, the way these other guys control a football game, the tempo of passing, the uh -huh. movement when the little little movements they make, yeah. uh, just makes them sublime in their role. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, Declan, Declan is a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. Like I used to diss this kid, bro. I honestly, I, I was, I used to diss him. I was like, look. This kid, they're asking like fifty million. Don't pay the bloody fucking fifty million for him. He's not that good. Um, but since then, I'm like, wow. I'm eating my words, man. I really, I wouldn't mind him coming to United to be honest. Yeah. But they're asking for hundred mil. 
who the fuck would pay 100 mil for Declan Rice? And obviously, it's going to be United because yeah. we're so stupid. But who pays 100 mil for Declan Rice? <laughs> Seriously, United. dude. You can, you can literally go to Spain, Italy, Germany, and you'll find players that are just as good. Yeah. But he's also, he's also like top two on Chelsea's uh, transfer target. So, uh, Yeah, sure. You guys have a lot of midfielders, though. We have a lot of money, too. Uh, that, too, as well. And yeah. uh, you guys have Son guess that's not playing. Oh, yeah. I heard this thing was like he's going to get sent back to Atletico in January. He should stay. I, I think I think they got to give him time. At yeah, least. I think he should stay. He's only played, if, he's only played if two gonna, games. If they're going to send him back to uh, uh, Atletico, then... I would say United should try to go for him. Like, I know people will make fun of me for saying that, but the reason why I think we should go for him is... Uh, uh, you need something. We need, yeah, we need we need something. Yeah. Like, I don't think... I mean, will Ole play him? That's a whole different ball game, right? Ole's going to go choose McFred and... Uh, yeah, exactly. And Scott McThomasos. Yeah. <laughs> Scott McThomasos. But, yeah, we need... We need... Um, uh, we, need uh, uh, we need a guy like him. I yeah. think he's very good on the ball, mm-hmm. but his problem is just releasing, releasing. the ball. Yeah. That's it. Like I think, I think the reason he just didn't know like the, that England was. He didn't know the fast. league. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he thought, thought he had he time to was, build up. He was just coming yeah. to play yeah. and experiment his life here. No, <laughs> they don't do that shit. No, no, no. no. And, you and release the ball, else they don't hunt you like hound dogs. Yeah, he's a he's a vic- <laughs> he's a victim. He's a victim of. Uh, uh, what they call it? Um, oh, I have some. I had a very good thought here, but anyway, I'm not gonna say because I can't remember now. But yeah, he's uh, you know, it's his it's his own demise right now. Like he yeah. just needs to, he just needs to focus hard, work hard, and and go from there. But um, oh yeah, he's a victim of a very good Chelsea team that is doing very well. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see where you can fit him in, you know. So uh we are three at the back two midfielders uh central midfielders mm-hmm. you know maybe mason mount on one side and high on the other side i just don't see you know how you um how you fit him in right yeah. so but on uh but still declan uh, uh going back to declan rice declan rice man he is money yeah i think i think he would be a good addition to um anybody's squad yeah. Uh, with the way he's playing right now, he is just playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. He's in the best shape, best form. Um, but a part of me also says maybe he should just stay in um, West Ham. West Ham, stay because you just don't know. Like they're Lingo should have stayed in West Ham. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, this was this was another one that Akini and I had a conversation about and, about Lingard and yeah, West Ham. Yeah, and he was talking about how um, Lingard may have been promised minutes. I'm like. Lingard's an idiot. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Like, Lingard, you're... I'm sorry. You're a freaking idiot, man. You had a place where you were flying high. You remember the conversation I had with... Uh, what was his name? Ahmad. About being loved. Yeah. Play where... As a as a player, play where you are loved. Anytime it comes to, like, World Cup season, Euro season, play where you know you're going to get minutes, the coach is going to give you time, and you are loved. You know Why? Because you're going to get time to express yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to gain confidence. You're going to play your heart out. Yep. And and if you do well, you're going to get called up. Yep. But Lingard stupendously went back to United. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? 
They didn't, they didn't advise him properly. This guy went back to United. And I said, are you freaking kidding me? Right? So, um, anyway, that's the... That's the uh, that's the thing. Lingard deserves his due, so let him let him enjoy. I don't feel bad for him at all, and I think he needs to. Um, I don't care if Ole lied to him. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to. I think he needs to um, stop being stupid. I, I no. I think I think he I think he needs to take this L and uh, suck it up. You know, yeah. suck it up big time. You know, I don't feel bad for him at all. Like I get it. Ole could be using him, but I never really rated rated Lingard as as a. As, is that anyway? He's, he's a good player, but not for United. Yeah. Um, cool. Who else? Uh, uh, who else played great? Uh, oh yeah, Graham Potter uh, played great against Liverpool too. Two yeah, two. I don't know if you did. saw the game. They could have won that game too. Like yeah. it was. Uh, it was pretty good, man. Like Graham Potter, man. This guy's looking. He's looking like the real deal. But I feel like he needs time. He, he needs and time. And he needs no. He need, yeah, he needs. He needs a club that's gonna make him sweat. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the pressure's on. Like you know, Tottenham is always a good one because Levy's an idiot. Yeah. Um. So Graham Potter, I think will be will be good to see what he does with uh, Brighton. But Brighton looking good, man. Palace is looking good. Arsenal's looking good. Like London clubs came out this season. Mm-hmm. West Ham, um, Brentford even even though they're brand new, they they look good. Also, although they've kind of like slowed down a bit. Yeah. Uh, but they're looking good too. So. Um, except, oh yeah, Tottenham. Tottenham is the only. Yeah. Did you watch the Tottenham game at all? I saw the the Europa game. Mm. It was like six, six yellows, three reds. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. It was actually a crazy game. How did the team look? How did uh, Conte's? Did they? They, they were up three zero in the first like twenty minutes. Damn. First twenty thirty minutes they were up three zero. But like then the style of play, did then they this look guy good? started coming back. I mean, it looked. It looked good, right? The way they were playing, for sure. You could see more the guys more involved in it. Mm-hmm. And um, but then when when the other team hit them on the counter, yeah, they suffered. They suffered on the counter, eh? Yeah, they suffered on the counter for sure. And then uh, then a few break-ins from the from the midfielder. Actually, no, the left back ran all the way in, cut, 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 and mm. then scored a goal. Uh. But I mean, Conte hasn't had too much time to work with the team yet, so given that, I think maybe he got a little bit then in, and then mm-hmm. they played that game in the weekend, and it was zero zero. Yeah. And then Lochelso hit the post, mm. so they they didn't they didn't win that one, right? So, mm. but you know, Conte. Yeah. Conte, after watching that, Conte is gonna be like, we need to win. Yeah, he was gonna, he was gonna say he's a serial winner, man. Yeah. He says it himself, so that's the thing. Um, Tottenham just better be ready because he he already started his revolution. He broke down, cut down ketchup, cut down brown sauce, yeah, cut down the fizzy drinks, and he banned pizza. <laughs> this guy doesn't play, From man. From the training ground, he doesn't play. I love Conte, man. Oh yeah, me I too. love Conte. I think he's uh, I think he's a phenomenal manager, and um. He's he's very. I feel like he's underrated. Oh, yeah. um, I know some people feel like he's overrated, but I feel he's actually quite the opposite. He's very underrated, and uh, he's uh, you know he's just uh, he's just a great great coach. Um, but Absolutely. you know Tottenham. I don't know if that's going to be the thing that's going to work out for him. 
with Daniel Levy doing his weird things. Yeah, uh, him and Daniel Levy will probably get into beef. Yeah, they probably will. But then I think maybe I think Levy is gonna understand like yo, like this guy is world class. So yeah, I need to fucking figure it out. You yeah, know? yeah. And he's gonna he's gonna put up the money. He'll put up the money to get the players, but then Conte has to give the results, right? Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that's mostly that, man. So, um, yeah, we are out of time. Yeah. It's been a good show. Yes, sir. A lot of, uh, lot of pain. <laughs> um, and, a lot of, and, I mean, for you guys, it's been good. But for me, I said a ton of pain. And, um, yeah, we're going to have to see what happens, man. Mm-hmm. I think Ole is going to be in the job for a little while. Yeah. Um, I actually even would think this guy's going to last to the end of the season, even though that's going to be bonkers and crazy. Yeah. But um, what can we do? And as for Chelsea, you guys are flying, man. Yeah, your your wings have been clipped a little bit, but man, I think I think there's nothing really for you guys to start worrying about. But I think you guys need to just maintain your consistency because to win the league, it's never like you don't win it this early, right? But what will happen is uh, 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 City will start to get their own grind up, and that's you see that you guys match up to the occasion or mm-hmm. you don't, so, right? That's the thing, right? Yeah. Now we just take this international break and who's playing this weekend? Anyway? Dude, I don't know. I, I don't care about international break. Nigeria's playing Algeria, I think. Uh, I, I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> I don't fucking care, man. I don't give a flying fuck, yeah. Yes. Yeah, international break is jokes. Yeah, it's whack. When we want to be seeing Prem. <laughs> Exactly. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we at? Oh, 53 minutes. Yeah, we, it's a shorty one, kind of, for, than our usual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, and sorry if we're depressing anybody. We don't mean to do so. I hope you guys, uh, you know, enjoy your day. Happy yes. Remembrance Day, lest oh, we forget. Um, one more shout out. We need to give a shout out to Azim. Azim, Azimo43. Azim has been posting our stuff a lot on his page. And, oh, nice. Yeah, sharing the stuff and his story and all of that. He also messages me. And shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you. Yeah. Um, don't worry, Azim. With uh, the revenue we generate from your, uh, you know, uh, support, we're going to use it to uh, buy ourselves a new uh, uh, headset or uh, <laughs> microphone because I know the voices on here sometimes are not the best. Um, but, yeah, we're going to we're gonna do that. So, um, especially Victor. Victor. Victor seems to be talking as if he's, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we're really recording this right now at 1, 1 a.m. actually. No, it's like. Almost 2 a.m. It's almost 2 a.m. Yeah. You which know. is still 1 a.m. Yeah, we do it for our stands. <laughs> Anybody who wants to listen to us now, we're just messing around. But um, just want to say thank you guys. And uh, follow us on Podcast CBF if you want. Yes. Um, and, um, and that's uh, Victor underscore SPEC. Thanks, guys. On Twitter, on Instagram. Don't forget to hit that follow button and subscribe. Awesome. Take care. Ciao.